takes it out for Ekblad. Back to Hoffman, blocked by Polak and Rice! Another spectacular stop! Broussard tees it up and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, welcome to the Thursday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Hope everybody is doing well, and thank you for joining us today and for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. So glad you're with us to talk a little Islanders hockey as we are in the uh, holiday-slash-COVID break that the NHL has imposed. We've got a lot to talk about, though, on today's show, we're going to look at the Islanders' most dynamic offensive player, Matthew Barzal, what he's meant to the team lately, and we'll sort of answer the question that's been going through social media as to where in the world is Matthew Barzal. So we'll talk a little bit about that. We'll take a little snapshot shot of the Islanders' performance in the month of December so far and explain why it's not quite as bad as everybody thinks it is, but also why there's a catch to saying that. And, of course, we'll have our Islanders' birthday of the day, a four-time Stanley Cup champion being uh, looked back at for his birthday today. If you've got something Islanders-related on your mind, you have a question, a comment, a topic that you'd like us to talk about on the show, Feel free to send us an email. The email address, as always, LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we are happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You can also follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnIsles. And you can follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at IceWars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news notes and happenings. And once play does resume next week, hopefully, uh, we will uh, please know that I am live tweeting during every Islanders home and road game. And it's always great to interact with fans during the game or at any time. So uh, please feel free to uh, join the conversation. Let's start off. Uh, First of all, the NHL made it official today, even though we've reported it a couple of days ago, that they will not be sending players to the Olympics, and that officially they will be using the three-week original Olympic break to schedule as many makeup games as they can. That's a good thing, I think, overall, under the circumstances. Yeah, the Olympic hockey tournament won't be quite as exciting, won't have quite as much anticipation. I'll watch anyway. Uh, whenever I can, but I think it makes the most sense for the NHL for purposes of quarantine and safety and all those other factors. So I am pleased, uh, even if I'm disappointed, I, I, I think it was the right decision by the NHL. But let's let's start off by talking about Matthew Barzal. And, you know, Barzi has been out of the lineup, but right now, You know, the thing is that Matthew Barzal has also been red hot before he left the lineup. And 
his ability to produce offense and to create plays and 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 opportunities and use his speed and handle the puck always makes a big difference for the Islanders. So in the last six games that Matthew Barzal played, he had one goal and eight assists. That's nine points in six games. And that, quite honestly, is the kind of numbers that we need to see from Matthew Barzal once he comes back. And hopefully, hopefully, he'll be able to come back from the COVID list once play resumes, which as of right now, supposed to be next Monday, but we'll of course keep you posted as soon as we hear something from the league as to officially when uh, play will resume. Here's the deal, though. Matt Barzal makes Anders Lee a better player. Matt Barzal makes, you know, whoever he's playing with, Kyle Palmieri, uh, Brock Nelson, whoever is paired with him is going to get more opportunities because here's what Matt Barzal does. His speed creates space because you have to respect his speed. And defenders can't necessarily stay close to him. If they do, he can get past them and that creates opportunities for players to get open, for defenders to get out of position. He is a good passer as well. And, you know, look, he the last five games of the last six he played, he didn't score a goal. He had the one goal came in the uh, overtime loss to San Jose back on December 2nd. And, you know, after that, it was a goal in that game, two assists against Detroit, two assists against Chicago, an assist in Ottawa, an assist against Nashville, and then two assists against the New Jersey Devils. And then he, you know, was no longer able to play. But realistically, uh, you know, he had no points in the four games before that when the Islanders were in the midst of that eight-game losing streak. And then, you know, nine points in six games. That's the kind of production the Islanders need from him. And, you know you see his time on ice going up as well during that period. He had three games during those six where he played 20 minutes or more, and two of the other three games he played at least 19 minutes. Uh, Well, one of them, excuse me, one other game with 19 minutes and then two games with less time. But overall, what we saw from Barzi was more confidence more of the ability to create plays and it shows in his assist totals. And that is a vital component of the Islanders' offense. The Islanders do not have a lot of very speedy players on their roster. And they're an older team. And that means Matt Barzal is a vital, vital component to this offense. And getting him back when play resumes is key. And one of the benefits of this break, the postponement of the game that was supposed to happen this past Monday against the Canadiens, the postponement of the game that was supposed to happen tonight against the Capitals, is that 
Matthew Barzal won't miss those games because of COVID. So getting Barzi back is important, and the Islanders are on the cusp of getting him back. Big benefit, the guys will miss less games, and they'll be able to return sooner, at least as far as, you know, time missed. So fingers crossed that Barzi comes back, not worried about where he is, social media uh, pranks notwithstanding, and, or jokes, I don't know about pranks, but but realistically, Barzal was heating up right before he ended up coming down with COVID, and hopefully he will be back, and it won't take him all that long to get back into form. We've got more to talk about on today's show. We're going to look at the month of December so far for the Islanders, and we'll show you that it hasn't been that bad In fact, it's better than you think, but there's a catch. So we'll talk about that. We've also got our Islanders' birthday of the day. All of this and more still to come on this episode of the Locked on Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Stat Hero. No one plays daily fantasy sports to lose. Winning feels so much better but traditional fantasy sports are a long-term losing proposition because you never know who or what you're up against. Well, Stat Hero is the first of its kind daily fantasy sports platform where it's you against the house in a head-to-head fantasy matchup, winner take all. And here's the crazy part. Stat Hero shows you their lineups before you play and you handpick the team you want to face one-on-one. This never-before-seen innovation of a fantasy sports and sports betting hybrid has Stat Hero players clocking odds that are over four times better. Why? Because you don't have to compete against thousands of experts or unknowns. Stat Hero puts you in control of your fate. And with Stat Hero, you're in control of the stakes, too. You decide how much you're going to play for, and Stat Hero has no choice but to take it because they're daring you to beat them. Stat Hero head to head is what daily fantasy should be one on one. Sign up for free right now at stathero.com slash hockey and use promo code hockey for a 100% deposit match. That's stathero.com slash hockey. Use promo code hockey for a 100% match. Stathero.com slash hockey. Promo code hockey. Terms and conditions apply. So let's talk about the month of December. We know the Islanders lost eight straight games to end November. Wasn't pretty. Uh, This team was dealing with a massive COVID outbreak. What, they have seven players, eight players at once, all sidelined. Half of the roster were players that started the season at Bridgeport or were black aces and, and were not expected to really play a regular role on this Islanders team. It was difficult to watch. It was painful to observe because realistically, the Islanders didn't have a great chance because their roster was understaffed. But when the calendar turned to December, while there were still a few players out of the lineup, Andy Green missed a couple of games, now Matthew Barzal, uh, Casey Zizekas, yes, but not seven or eight at once. So the Islanders so far have played nine games in the month of December. They are three, two, and four. That's 10 points in nine games games. 
They have scored 26 goals and given up 25. That includes shootout goals and overtime goals. But what we see in these last nine games throughout the month of December is a team that, while they were not competitive when they went 0-8, when COVID was decimating this team, they are now competitive again. And playing more consistent hockey. You know, this team, the games, even that they're losing, they're close. They are tight. And, you know, you look back at that loss against Nashville where they were 11.5 seconds away from getting a point. And you, you look at games where, you know, they should have picked up two points and they picked up one. Or they could have picked up two and they picked up one or none or... You know, they were so close to being even better than 3, 2, and 4. And, you know, maybe that would reduce a little bit of the panic that Islander fans are feeling because this team has at least uh, steadied things. They are no longer free-falling. They are no longer unable to compete night in and night out. And, assuming they get back uh, Ryan Pulak soon, that they'll get back Matthew Barzal from the COVID list, Casey Zizekas from the COVID You know, again, assuming that everyone on the COVID list comes back soon and comes back healthy, uh, this team should be even better. They should be a lot closer to the expectations that we have for this team, and that's a playoff team that can go on a long playoff run. Here's the thing that sort of tempers that. A little bit, though. Three, two, and four, ten points in nine games would have been just fine if the Islanders didn't enter the month of December on an eight-game losing streak and in last place in the Metropolitan Division. You could talk all you want about yeah, they've stabilized things and things are looking up and, and, and things are looking better, and they are. And this team can now compete and they can play with anybody. And I think, again, it will only get better in the coming weeks. But the problem is that going 3-2-4, and four, getting 10 points in nine games, does not help you make up a lot of ground in the standings. And the eight-game losing streak and the 11-game winless streak that this team went through in November and into early December really put them behind the eight ball. Now, to give you an idea of where the Islanders are at, 8-12-6 on the season, 22 points in 26 games. That means that the Islanders are only seven points behind Columbus for fifth place in the Metropolitan Division, and they have two games in hand on the Blue Jackets. They have three games in hand on the Flyers, who have the same number of points as Columbus, and they have four games in hand on the Devils, who are only three points ahead of them in the standings. But after that, that's where the gap goes, and that gap is where they kind of have to get to to get into the playoff picture. 
Pittsburgh is in fourth place right now with 39 points in 30 games. That makes it a lot tougher. Now, the Islanders are going to have to at least pass Columbus. That's making up seven points with two games in hand. And you know what? You still have 56 games left on your schedule. Can they make up those points? Absolutely. But it's going to take better than a 3-2-4 and four mark. It's going to take this team getting more from Simeon Varlamov, who is starting to return and round back into form as he returns from his injury. It's going to take a, a healthy Matthew Barzal. It's going to take more production from Anthony Bevilier, from Zach Parise, for sure, and from Kyle Palmieri, who, again, just seems MIA at times. It's going to take more consistency from the blue line, more from Zdeno Chara, besides just dropping the gloves, uh, more consistency from, you know, all of these guys, and you want to get Ryan Pulak back in the lineup as well. So things can happen. I don't think this team is dead in the water. They haven't played their best hockey yet, but time is starting to sort of run out. And again, you look at these next few games, the next three games scheduled, again, assuming we start up again next week, at Buffalo, at home against Detroit, at home against Buffalo. That takes you all the way through to New Year's Day. Those are six points on the table right there. Give me four minimum. Five or six is a bonus. But that's really what it's going to take to start getting back on track and getting back into the thick of the playoff hunt. You need to go on a 4-1-1 kind of a run. Uh, or even better, you know, a 7-1-2 or a 7-2-1. and one. You need to start stringing wins together. 3-2-4 uh, is good. It stabilizes things. It gives the team a bit of a confidence boost, etc., etc. You know, it's a good thing, especially after you lost eight in a row. But the time is now to start putting wins together. And look, Buffalo, Detroit, Buffalo, you've got Seattle on that schedule uh, as well, New Jersey a week after that. There are things this team can do. There are opportunities out there uh, against some teams that are struggling to make up some points. And once they get on a roll, you know, we've seen what this team can do in the playoffs the last couple of years. The pieces are there. It's just a question of getting them going, and hopefully that will start to happen uh, right after play resumes, and hopefully that is next week. So the next game scheduled for December 27th in Buffalo, and uh, again, we'll let you know as soon as we know officially whether or not they do play that game. Camps, uh, Training camps or uh, practices will be opening up again. The facilities on December 26, players will have to take a COVID test in order to practice and pass it. So hopefully by then we'll know everything that's happening. When we come back, we have a four-time Stanley Cup winner as our Islanders birthday of the day. Who is it? Well, we'll let you know when we come back. 
This episode is brought to you by your friends at Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this holiday season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues its march through the College Bowl season and the pro football playoffs. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and you will receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code Locked On. that's one word, Locked On, to receive your bonus. And yes, that means that you will be getting free credit to bet on site because you listen to the Locked On Islanders podcast. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports, so don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available right now. Bet online where the game starts. Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day, and yeah, we are uh, a day late yesterday. Wednesday was the 67th birthday of former Islanders defenseman Stefan Pearson. And the Swedish defenseman, I'll tell you, he's one of those guys that doesn't get remembered as much as he deserves to because he really was sort of the second great uh, offensive defenseman on those great Islander teams. And maybe even when Mike McEwen joined them a little later, he might have even been the third of those uh, great offensive defensemen. Dennis Potvin clearly overshadowed Stefan Pearson. But in his very first season, look, the Islanders drafted him in the 14th round back in 1974. Bill Torrey making him a very late pick. Not a lot of Swedes in the NHL in 1974. I think you just had... Borja Salming and Ing Hammerstrom, and then a few players in the WHA. So it was a uh, you know an easy gamble to take, but Bill Torrey ahead of his time. In his first season with the Islanders, which was 1977-78, after playing a couple of years in the Swedish Elite League, Stefan Pearson had six goals and 56 points in 66 games for a defenseman. Followed that up with a career-high 66 points. In 1978-79, 10 goals, 56 assists. Had another 60-plus point season in 80-81, 9 goals, 52 assists. This guy was very productive, good on the power play, could pass, wasn't afraid to get physical, actually had 99 penalty minutes in 1981-82. Look at his numbers in the 81-82 playoffs. 13 games, 15 points. Also had 15 points in the first Stanley Cup run in 1980. So, Stefan Pearson, a big part and an underrated part of those four Islander Stanley Cup teams, remained with the Isles through the 1985-86 season, played in 622 NHL games, all of them as an Islander, 52 goals, 369 points, and in the playoffs, 102 playoff games, that's about a season and a third, Seven goals, 57 points, and another 69 penalty minutes. We're going to go back and look at one of Stefan Pearson's better games with the Isles. We take you back to the Nassau Coliseum on November 18th, 1978, what was then a Patrick Division matchup between the Islanders and the Flyers. 
Wayne Stevenson got the start for Philadelphia. Glenn Chico Resch in between the pipes for the Isles. And in the first period, our Islanders' birthday of the day, Stefan Pearson got things started. His third from John Tonelli and Wayne Merrick at 5.15 of the first period. Isles quickly up 1-0. Bob Bourne adds to the lead. His eighth from Lauren Henning and our Islanders' birthday of the day, Stefan Pearson at 8.53. 2 nothing Isles. And then in the closing seconds of the first period, Billy Harris. His sixth from John Tonelli at 19.48. After 20 minutes, it's a 3-0 Islanders lead. Midway through the second, the Flyers get on the board. Bob Daly, an unassisted goal. His second big defenseman scores at 4:33. Uh, excuse me, at 10:39, and it's a 3-1 lead, but the Islanders answer back. Less than a minute and a half later, Clark Gillies, his fifth from Bob Bourne and Lauren Henning. And then later in the period, Mike Bossy, his tenth from Long Island native Richie Hansen, and our Islanders' birthday of the day, Stefan Pearson. Islanders with a 5-1 lead after two. In the third period, the Islanders kept pouring it on. Dennis Potvan is ninth from Tonelli and Merrick at 4.33. Seven seconds later, Bossy his 11th from Hansen and Gillies at 4.40. Drew Callender scored for Philadelphia his second from Blake Dunlop and Dave Hoyta. But Gillies answers his six from Mike Kaziki and Mike Bossy at 16:46. The Islanders crush the Philadelphia Flyers eight to two, and we had uh, a few fights in this one. Gary Howitt going at it with Ben Wilson and Bob Nystrom dropping the gloves late in the second period with Dave Hoyda. But for our Islanders' birthday of the day, Stefan Pearson, one goal, two assists, a plus five on the uh, on the plus minus, two shots on goal, and obviously a big part of this win. Thirty saves for Chico Resch as the Islanders trounced the Flyers. So again, uh, a very happy 67th birthday, one day late for Stefan Pearson. He is our Islanders' birthday of the day. Tomorrow, we will have our Christmas wish list for the Islanders. Uh, different players will have different gifts. And uh, feel free to email or hit us up on Twitter if you have suggestions as to what you think some of these Islanders uh, should get for Christmas uh, this year. And uh, you know, keep it clean, but we can have fun with this one. Thanks again for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On Bets. It's your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets is hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe. And of course, let's go Islanders.